Why? I'm trying to find all the poems from this week. Were any of them on paper? I don't think so, no. Because the day she did them, she was gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the one. It, there's the article. Mm-hmm. I remember. Oh, yeah. She was there for the slam poems, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You're ready to start talking about the slam poem? Mm, maybe. Awesome. Uh, how do we start this? Welcome back to the Trauma Podcast week. Uh, I don't know. Week. The last one. Um, <laughs> I genuinely don't know. I'm tired and 12. I interrupted me. Week 12, we have spirituality. Uh, I'd also like everyone here to know that I was just watching the Met Gala and judging people's clothes. And I stopped doing that to do my homework. So everyone should be really proud of me. Those are some priorities. No, I literally just... I was laying in bed, cuddling with all my stuffed animals, and watching the Met Gala, and I was having a good time, and then Matthew texts, and it's like, don't forget to do actual work, and I'm just like, well, multitasking exists, first of all, second of all, let me judge people. (laughs) Like, okay, wait, wait, wait. I say we just leave all of this in. This week's feeling like a no-editing week. I'm so tired. I didn't wake up until two today, so I'm yeah. So- are you okay? Uh, yeah. Valid, valid. I'm still feeling kind of rough, but yeah. I'll yeah. Survive. No, my sister and my mom are both sick right now, so I'm hiding in my room. <laughs> Just wait till you hear about my day tomorrow. I will tell you all about it. Okay. Because some of these things should not be repeated on a public surface. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the slam poem, and what good will your vanity be when the rapture comes? Favorite slam poem ever. I love this slam poem. That's all. Do you have, like, anything written down? Like, do you have your favorite lines written down or anything? Yeah. Nice. Um, but I like... Um... When looking at, like, the um, definition of rapture, because we all know, like, vanity is, like, your physical attributes and, like, your love for, like, yourself in that. And how, like, rapture is, like, um, I like the second piece where it talks about the North American, uh, the transporting of believers to heaven at the second coming of Christ. How did I not catch that? When I I caught that? Uh, the second time we were listening to it, I'm like, oh, no, it's all I coming like together I need to now. Go through and, like, I feel like I need to go through and listen to it a few more times to get all of this stuff, you know? Oh, there's so much. I, was, I feel like I just really need to go through and watch it again and again just to get all these lines, you know? Mm-hmm. But I like... um. 
I like the location it talks about, how it's the corner of Church and Lincoln. Yeah. I was taking that as the corner of, like, beliefs and governmental responsibilities. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I was say, oh, what was the line that I wrote down? I was say, I was a little bit distracted because during this, my pen was running out of ink and it was frustrating me. Yeah. Uh, I wrote down a lot. Um, uh, where was it? Oh, I wrote down, like, look the way I might describe it in a poem, like, at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Because it reminded me of a poem that I wrote that won the slam competition last mm-hmm. year, the video part where I said something about, like, I wish I was someone, I wish I was that girl that someone w- would write this poem about. It just, Ooh. I don't know, connections. Awesome. Connections, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> then I, oh, I just have a lot of, like, the pretty words, you know, like, light, drunk sky, mm-hmm. and uh, where is it? Uh, like, I will never touch a beautiful thing again. It's just, like, oh, it's just, like, heart-wrenching, like, this entire poem. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it feels like more of a spoken word poem than a slam poem, because it doesn't have the builds. Yeah. But, ouch, the language in it, you know? I feel like, for this poem specifically, it was less about the build and it almost feels like uh you were being dragged into a story like the words itself built yeah the words themselves carry the heat that usually comes with like the added like um intensity normally like you get like sometimes you get like louder you get more intense yeah Mm because like with the performance coaching that i did a lot for slam it was like be, get more into it like make us believe it with your emotions mm-hmm. but with this the words itself really just made you feel these things without him even having to try yeah I, like, I feel like oh sorry I like how at the end uh I guess it's kind of like in the middle but it's two lines that I have like that I wrote back to back it's pass my fingers through and then take my hand now I like how it's like it reminded me of, like, ghosts versus, like, finally getting to, like, meet them again. Yeah. It's, like, right there, and you're, like, not connected, and then you yeah. finally get to take their hand, and it's, like, you finally mm-hmm. have that, like, connection. Mrs. Dean has a thing with poems that mentions hand. Yeah, well. That's okay. I like it, so. I feel like I should just run through this entire list of lines that I wrote down, because I have an entire page about this poem. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, the first one, look the way I might describe it in a poem, a kaleidoscope of shadows. Oh, I love that. That is like a genius line. I love uh, it so much. I've got nothing that just out. Something, ooh, something bright enough to make everyone I love wish they were here. Yes. It's no, just, just like, for- yeah, I don't know. And then it's like the repetition of the I know, I know, and it's like, ow, because I've said that so many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see it like I did and the sky is still blood red I know but everyone I love is not here all surrender ends in blood like I will never touch a beautiful thing again and it's like ah you know yeah anyway that's like my entire feeling surrounding this poem is just like a whole lot of like I want to listen to it again and again and again you know mm-hmm. I don't I, we I like what when we were, were talking about it, how um, 
like I think it was like the very last thing we focused on was uh the concept of being Jesus for others without knowing it yeah like being someone's savior without realizing yeah and how it's just this like pure of heart like I'm not doing this to be good for you it's that moment of you just happen to become this like monumental figure without doing anything yeah it's like you just happen to be there at this exact moment in time yeah and you've changed my world forever mm-hmm. I don't know it kind of reminds me of like the butterfly effect like looking back it's like I wonder if like that one thing I did where like I don't know I stopped and like let someone else go before me or I opened the door for someone like I wonder if like mm-hmm. that changed them somehow you know yeah like maybe Thinking that was the that... moment of everything got better yeah it's like maybe I helped them somehow and that just like had another butterfly effect stresses me out oh but it also like warms my heart the yeah fact that, like, it's like knowing action, that i like... yeah it's like i might have helped someone in the past you know it's like i might have helped someone without knowing it it's like even like we like don't understand the concept that like just smiling at someone it's like can change maybe their whole life it's like maybe that hug i gave someone this morning really helped them Maybe me nodding at someone in the hallway, like, made their day a little bit better. Maybe it changed their decisions. You'll never know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, maybe that hug I gave Matthew this morning just helped him get through today, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you never know. Granted, I give him a hug every morning, so, like, I would <laughs> hope so. So, like... Maybe it's the highlight of his day. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. That is a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> shall we talk about our other po- the other things now? Uh, let's move on to Strange Fruit. Yeah, we can kind of mention the article in this. I know you really liked this. I enjoy things that, like, sound, like, hauntingly beautiful. Yes, I love that me, kind of vibe. It kind of, like, I don't know, I feel like it builds on, like, the fact that, like, it, like, proves that these things are, like, not acceptable but like it gives it that beautiful about pain like it gives it the feel of like hey this is like a haunting moment maybe you should treat it as such you know yeah and like it makes you like feel like you did something wrong and it makes you like think i don't know it always makes me feel like i have to think back on my actions and see like what have i done that it could have like caused something horrendous or like what have I done that makes something worse? Yeah, it's like the butterfly effect we were talking about, like, literally two seconds ago, but mm-hmm. the bad side of like it. Like, the bad effects of it, yeah. I, say, I definitely think you connected to this a whole lot more than I did. So, I don't know. I just didn't really, like, I got it, but I didn't connect to it as much as you did, I don't think. I don't know so I'm gonna let you rant about it is what I'm getting at yeah um there's it's the first line of like the very last section of it it's here is a fruit for the crows to pluck the thing Mm -hmm. is like specifically crows are known as like good omens and like I thought crows were bad omens crows are bad omens aren't they no they aren't ravens are bad omens oh okay I, was saying, I always like, liked crows. Like, they're beautiful, but like 
crows are like a form of like transformation oh um, yeah and then ravens are like something bad's gonna happen and like also like mischief but yeah. also like very they're very perceptive and they're like very big on like the way you treat them will impact the way they treat you and so i like the fact that it says here is a fruit for the crows to pluck when it's talking about the um humans Mm -hmm. because it's like oh because the humans are the fruit you know it's like the full collection of this you caused this to happen to them like you've caused them to now be picked apart by something so beautiful something that should be so beautiful like the trees they're not meant for it. their purpose is to bring like beauty and life and richness and you have turned them into this destructive force i said second stanza the last two lines scent of magnolia sweet and fresh then the southern smell of burnham flesh like yeah. the contrast between like the magnolia sweet and fresh and then it immediately mm-hmm. goes into the smell of burning flesh yeah it's like they really just call out the bad mm-hmm. parts of well like specifically the south in this song yeah it's like specifically about racism in the south mm-hmm. and i really like how they really just called out everyone's crap and it's like hey no y'all are idiots please stop you know mm-hmm it's like, you guys are perpetuating this, you are passing it on to your children, and it's just going to keep going and going and going. Yeah. Because, like, you know, the trees bear strange fruit. Like, if you have children and raise them this way, they're probably going to turn out that way, and then they're going to raise their kids that way. And before you know it, there's even more racist people. Anyway, I'm tired, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. Uh, I found a quote from Billie Holiday, and it's, uh, somebody once said, we never know what is enough until we know what's more than enough. Oh, I love that. I like how it just, like, a lot of the stuff she did focused in on, like, uh, the beauty and then also the negativity of, like, things that were happening. Yeah, it's, like, the difference between abundance and then overabundance, almost, Mm -hmm. you know? And I like how, uh, it always, uh, I like to connect it to this song. Because it focuses on, like, it does carry still, like, the beauty of what the South is and, like, with the magnolias and the trees. Yeah, because the South is very pretty. Yeah, it's beautiful, but it's it's not completely, like, it's not pure. Yeah. There is, like, a beautiful, but there's, it's, like, beautiful, but there are, oh, what am I trying to say? It's, like, beautiful but destructive like beauty made out of a horrible thing you know yeah it's something beautiful turned horrible and you can't quite disconnect the horrible part from it you know yeah it's just like the little haunting whisper in the back of your mind it's like hey this place isn't good you know yeah yeah uh but i'm gonna pull up your poem really Quick, where is it? Found it. Is it another really long one? Not particularly. Wow, I'm so proud. Oh, it is long. Never mind. It's shorter than most of them. So that is true. As uh, what are like? How did you connect this to things? Because I know um, that the theme this week is spirituality, but it hasn't seemed to like be directly connected. You know. Hmm. So. Um, it was really the 
the line that specifically like probably did it most to me was thus the dead learn too late that devotion should be un unidirectional a straight line from here to suffocation mm-hmm. and how it's like the focus of it is you should have like one direction for your life and like there's like it says later who embodies a dream of faith and coherence it's Ooh. that like faith should be this like driving force and like your single focus but like there are other things that are important to do to get in that direction that's it I really like that, but, like, my favorite line is, like, my favorite part is, like, the first few stanzas. It's, for a woman tending the sacred fire, these include the risk of becoming an extinguisher of flames essential to civic life. Mm-hmm. It is a burden to put out what others hold as central to faith and coherence. Mm-hmm. It's, like, those words, it's, like, some part of them, it's, like, doesn't really, like, make sense in your head, but, like, whatever the meaning is, like, you get it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I really like that one. Yeah. I really like the fire, like, motif going on. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I really like that. Fire, I think, for, like, specifically uh, in, like, religion, is yes. also it's a very the, like, big theme of beauty, yeah. but destruction. It's a very big symbolic element for a lot of religions. Mm-hmm. What about your poem, Lord Knows? I was say- Obviously, I, cho- like, it first, like, realized because of, you know, the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a few lines in here that I cannot say, but, you know. Whatever, it'll be fine. Um, where's this? Where's the line that I wanted? Oh, here it is. And Lord knows we're heavy with the weight of time and that too many times we died before we began, that every prayer is a vanity, every God oblivious to our cries. Well, first of all, like vanity, I connected it to the slam poem, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like every prayer is vanity. Like every prayer we make is just like a material thing. At least mm-hmm. like, a court, like this poem is saying, it's like how a lot of people, like the prayer just feels like a vanity. Yeah. Like, for some people, it's vanity because they're only doing it to look good to other people. Some people don't really believe it. Some people are doing it out of fear. Some people truly believe this, but all their prayers are in vanity because they're not praying for good things, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, every God oblivious to our cries, I connected it to the song that I chose, you know? Mm-hmm. But I really think it was that line. But I don't know. It's a very nice poem, though. It's like the mm-hmm. beginning. It's uh, It gets messy underneath the veil when the strength that takes to be can zap the moisture from your skin. And all mm-hmm. you want is to be held to the breast of a beautiful being and never let go. Yeah, That reminded me of the slam poem where it's like, and it feels like I'll never like see, touch a beautiful thing again, you know? Mm-hmm. Look at me making so many connections this week. I'm so <laughs> proud of myself. <laughs> I don't know. I really like this topic, though, because there are so many good poems that I've read about it that I just really like. Mm-hmm. I like the line, and Lord knows what we lose once we believe we're clean. I Where think I like the... how it like, oh, points it. out and like cuts to the fact of, like, you're not, but you believe you are. Like, you finally yeah. believe you're above what everything else is. Yeah. Like, once again, vanity. It's like, because you believe this thing, or it's like, because you are like this, mm-hmm. you're better, you know? Yeah, because it goes with like 
Yeah, and it's like kind of goes along with the theme of strange fruits, like how people think they're better than other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your song? I genuinely haven't had time to really listen to it, but I um. do have, I will have the lyrics uh, once I can type the. Yeah. Type. So um, my song is uh, Angels Among Us. And it has always been a song that, like, absolutely cuts me to the core. But it, like, mm-hmm. it definitely, like, um, like brings heart to me. And, like, I related to the slam poem in the line, my mama couldn't see him. Oh, but he was standing there. And I knew in my heart he was the answer to my prayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, sometimes uh, God, like, shows us these figures in life that are, like, only for us to see because either we're the only ones ready for it or we're the ones who, like, need to see it or hear it the most yeah it's like when you really need something it'll be there yeah i say just kind of skimming it again Mm -hmm. uh it's the second to last stanza they wear so many faces show up in the strangest places Mm -hmm. to grace us with their mercy in our time of need like the slam poems like you never know whether or not you're gonna be that person for someone you know Mm -hmm. like in the slam poem how this one random guy on the street was like a ray of light you know yeah i also like really like how it's um it's the story of a child who mm-hmm. got lost yeah and, like i like the fact that it's a kind old man that like took his hand and led him home Cause yeah because i always see it as like this like almost like santa claus like yeah i was gonna say whenever i think about kind old man i'm just always like oh santa yeah you know? oh it's like this like I also like, like, the beauty of it, how it's not, like, somebody they know. It's just this random person who, like, chose for absolutely no reason to get no gain out of it to just yeah someone when they were scared. I was going to say, because a lot of the times nowadays, at least, it's like, if a kind old man offered to take my hand and lead me home, I'd be terrified, first of all, and I would yeah. probably call the cops. Yeah. But, like, to this child, it was a good thing, you know? It was this, like, faithful, oh, this person's here to help me. Yeah. What about Trusting yours? in strangers, my guy. Uh, my slam, or my, oh. wow, my song. Yeah. Uh, my song was Foreigner's God by Hosier. I feel like we have very different tastes in music here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I have very just, different tastes in most things. I was yeah okay yeah that's fair (laughs) i said like this entire thing i feel like i should just like read it should i do a whole performance right now right here just quick read quick read i'll start with like the parts where i like um her eyes look sharp and steady into the empty parts of me but still my heart is heavy with the hate of some other man's beliefs ouch first of all Mm-hmm. Uh, always a well-dressed fraud who wouldn't spare the rod never for me it's okay it's like about punishment you know it's about like how you never really find solace in your religion it's it's talking about religious trauma it, it's mm-hmm. talking about the bad parts of christianity i'm just gonna say it's talking about christianity okay. yeah but then it's screaming the name of a foreigner's god the purest expression of grief and i'm just like ow because it's like you know it's like 
pure grief when you're screaming the name of someone else's god to help you and I'm just like ow Mm -hmm. you know I don't know I didn't really connect it to any of the poems we read I just Mm -hmm. it just really cut deep you know well this is one of my favorite songs so like yeah as I connect to it a lot but then it's the all that I've been taught and every word I've got is foreign to me it's like everything you've taught doesn't mean anything anymore because you don't believe it you know yeah. And it's like, ow. So whenever I'm sad, I listen to this song. So. Mm. Anyway. I don't know how to connect it to any of the poems or the, anything else, but it's just, I don't know. I said, I don't have much connections. So. I don't know. I like the stanza. I think it's the fifth one down. Wondering who I copy, mustering some tender charm. She feels no control of her body. She feels no safety in my arms. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, like, definitely focuses in on, like, how broken a person can be when they're, like, especially when they're screaming the name of somebody else. It almost reminds me of, in the slam poem, like, what state the uh, main figure must be in to be yeah. having this kind of, like, intervention and, like, this kind of help that's just not, like, it's not what they expect. They feel like they're like out of control. They're doing everything's going wrong. Yeah, it's like spiraling almost. And then suddenly, like this random person helps them. Mm-hmm. Except in my song, there isn't that one person to help them. You know? Yeah, they're just, like, just waiting for some screaming the salvation. name of a foreigner's god, trying to ask for help through the spiraling grief. You know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, what a high note to end this on i think we went through everything there's a lot of connections this week i'm pretty proud of myself yeah well that's the end of the double podcast the end of all the podcasts forever hopefully i don't know what the final is gonna be but I don't either. That's terrible. I don't, but Mrs. Dean, can you make it a little bit easy? Because I just started my class project today, and I feel like I'm going to cry about it the second I hang this up. So, uh, maybe make the poetry one easy. Yeah, we'd appreciate a semi-easy project. We're kind of stressed. Just just a little bit. Just a a wee bit, you know? Yeah. Anyway. It's been nice end of the road Woo, we made it y'all did we Twelve, didn't really make it 12 somewhat decent podcasts maybe like two good ones i feel like the last two really yeah. kicked it up a bit you know they were interesting i would say the last few have gotten better it's like everyone else is getting shorter and like less detailed and we're just like Ooh, let's make it worse <laughs> more details Thank you. More though. length, more details, more random rambling. So much random rambling. I don't think I'm going to cut anything from this podcast. Yeah, fun. Quite frankly, I don't have that time or energy to do that. So I'm just putting this in how it is, you know? Oh. And this is Dean. You don't read all of this. Yeah, sorry, but like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even cutting anything from the beginning. We're just jumping straight in. It's going to be a time. Okay. And well, anyway, thank you for joining us on this adventure to our one listener, Mrs. Dean. Uh, yeah. Thank you for being our audience. 
Thank you for being our sounding board, really. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.